Welcome to the Chairsoft Show, your weekly Airsoft podcast interviewing retailers, manufacturers, sites and personalities within the Airsoft community. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, contact me at facebook.com forward slash the Chairsoft Show, Instagram at the Chairsoft Show or by email on andy at the Chairsoftershow.co.uk. Thank you very much for tuning in to episode number 54. Joining me this week, please welcome back the very lovely P90 girl for part two. Hey everybody, there was so much good stuff that we had to make a part two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, we, we were chatting after recording the live stream, and we felt there was some stuff that we could go into more in depth uh, that we didn't really get the chance to, just because of the chaos of the live stream. So, uh, you very generously allowed more time to the show, so we can go into these points in more detail. First things first, I'd like to address one point. That wasn't you growling at the start of the episode in the introduction. That must have been your dog, I as, hope. <laughs> as far as Andy knows, I might be a growler. Maybe. No, I'm know. not. I don't know where <laughs> to not. go with that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I think it's good too that we're doing a second part. So if you want to listen to like a podcast on your way to work or on the radio or something, and you can't actually see like the live screen visuals, we got good content here for you guys. Yeah, definitely, because, yeah, there was a few things that, like, I had, as you mentioned, I dragged the MP7 out and we were talking about that, which may not translate over onto the uh, actual audio back if you didn't watch a live stream and you're catching up here. So, we're going to go into a part two, and there was a few things that you wanted to address during this episode, wasn't there? So, I'm very much going to let you lead the conversation, and then we'll sort of discuss the points. So I guess the first thing, we had some pretty good questions that we had in the live stream, but um, if you don't know who I am, my call sign's P90Girl, I pretty much started getting a high following on Instagram through Airsoft and Airsofting every weekend, and eventually got sponsored. Uh, I first got sponsored by Valken, but these days I switched over and I'm sponsored by Tipman Tactical now. They opened up the Airsoft Airsoft side like three years ago, I think. Um, So I've been sponsored by them, and because of being a popular airsofter, like most popular airsofters are sponsored. And there's a lot of really big misconceptions about quote airsoft celebrities, unquote, or famous people in airsoft. Uh, a lot of yeah. people call me an airsoft celebrity. I think Andy's an airsoft celebrity. He doesn't <laughs> think he is. <laughs> I know Kev is, because he's always denying it, and he's so in denial about it, but he loves the attention at the same time. He's so in denial about it, his like tag is random guy kevin yeah <laughs> he has to say that he's random so and then he uh, did you see the hashtag we got going actually a few of us last year with hashtag celebrity guy kev <laughs> no i didn't see that one i only <laughs> met kevin last year later last year if you guys don't know who that is you can look him up on instagram or yeah YouTube. and check him out on a few of the episodes on here as well if you go back through some of the episodes over the last year you can hear more about who kev is and what he does and he does some awesome things but yeah we love to make sponsorship. Like, a lo- I think there's another misconception with some people with sponsorship because a fair bit of it is an affiliation, where like you'll um, be affiliated to a company and help to promote them, and then like for example, one company that I'm affiliated with, I get a little bit of money back from everyone that uses my link to go, but that's it, and like. Genuinely, I'll put that into charity anyway because I don't do this for money at the end of the day. I do this for the hobby, if that makes sense. I do this to develop the community and provide something for everyone to listen to. So that's a good point, develop the community and for the airsoft community. I feel like people don't 
that they use that without actually having real facts and backing. Like almost everybody on YouTube says, I do this for the community, develop the community, doing it for the community, and we're all in the community. You're in the community, everyone listening to this, hopefully who plays Airsoft is in the community. Uh, but I think that well, specifically, I haven't seen a lot of podcasts. So I just want to throw out the Chair Softer Show there for making it another media source for it. But what would you think, Andy, when you say help the community? How do you help the community? I just try and promote like other people in the community who are trying to do things. Like with Kev, I'll help him promote the airsofting with friends and talk to him about the events there. I try and get people's names out there who are obviously trying to help other players as well. Uh, I did an episode last year that we ran, which was actually sort of a beginner's guide, which was an episode with Kev. Um, I think it was episode 16. uh, And we basically just went through sort of starting out what to look for with your kit and stuff. You know, you don't have to spend a lot of money. And things like that I want to do to help the community. I'm hoping to tie up with the Heresy group later this year and do sort of a Milsim guide. uh, because. Yeah, there's one thing I've noticed as well, talking to guys over in the US and back over here in the UK, the, the Milsims over there seem to sort of, you might call them a two-day, a three-day or whatever, but from what I interpret, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but they sort of seem to be, you'll play throughout the day and then have a bit of a party at night, chill out, you yeah. can stay in the game zone if you want, and then you'll play the next day. Yeah, if, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, whereas over here, the mill sims will literally be sort of 24, 36, 48 hours of hard routine. <laughs> like, you will be out in the field, and um, it's actually something that I touched on with Nico a few episodes back, uh, one of the YouTubers that I've had on here. Um, and he was saying, like, he used to serve in the army. He doesn't want to pay someone for being outside, piss wrapped, soaking wet, <laughs> cold hungry tired on stag because he did that for a living and i can get that but for some people that's what they want from airsoft as well you know they may not have served or they miss it and they want to try and use it if that makes sense yeah for a lot of people they're like i don't want to pay to be in the military again or whatever they don't want that but definitely like some people do it's an experience maybe an experience that i might only do once yeah i mean if, if you're ever over in the uk and there's an event going on um i'll let you know and uh yeah i mean definitely well milsim itself is i think very intimidating no matter if you're like i mean america's just a party we're gonna have parties and freaking after events all day anyways because that's just the way the states is i feel like but um i was super intimidated my first milsim game because when you think of milsim you think pretty much like oh everyone's gonna be super demanding and shout commands at you and you're not gonna know what to do and you have to like follow this super intense complicated structure and I mean it's not like that here I feel like and I feel like a beginner milsim guide would be really useful because even though there's like uniform requirements it's not super exact like you don't need the super exact type of you know you don't need um cry to be cool yeah. <laughs> although it is a lot cheaper over there even if we did accidentally end up at um the main gate in LS Air Force Base trying to find some cry precision last year. I've worn cry before and it fits really well, but I've also like ripped it up after like the first like six months and I don't want to spend that much money. It didn't hold up. I'm a really rough air softer. Yeah, I mean, well, as we were discussing in the uh, live stream, you're a 5'11 girl anyway, from the sounds of it. <laughs> they actually make some really good girl pants, so anybody that has a curvy booty, definitely check them out. 
<laughs> I mean, guys can have curly, curvy booties too. So just yeah. anyone that has a nice body type, they'll fit in the those women's striker pants. Or, or if you're a fat bastard like me, five eleven make good clothes for us as well. Woohoo, body types. <laughs> but it's definitely videos like that, I think, that do help the community bring information to people. And I'm sure you've noticed that social media, especially Facebook, has this, like, war on airsoft going on. Where, like, you know, you try to sell an airsoft gun on Facebook, you're going to get banned. Your whole group's going to get shut down. So I know, like, a lot of people get their information for games and stuff off Facebook. So I think I, I think we'll see a shift in where people get their information from. Because people are, you know, if you can't post it on Facebook... Where are you gonna get your stuff from? Yeah. And it's gonna, I think, go over to the other social media sites and Instagram and stuff. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Um, we were. This is something that Graham Hoffman's actually been working on with his Airsoft Nation for a while with his app to make a community for Airsoft that's not on Facebook because our time is limited on Facebook. Even on Instagram, there's a couple of people I've been hearing about their posts have been taken down for having weapons in them and stuff. Um, now whether that's just someone's disliked it and reported it for or whatever I don't know but I mean generally speaking on Instagram we seem to be relatively safe for now but for how long and the same with YouTube as well there was that big war on all the gun channels last year yeah. and it actually ended up with people putting videos up on Pornhub I've actually like people put real still guns up on there too so it's not just for porn anymore guys exactly yeah well that was the thing because YouTube had this big crusade uh, it was discussed at IWA last year. There was this whole thing with shooting channels on YouTube getting shut down and literally just taken down. And um, like there was the one guy that re- posted up a Glock review, I think it was, on Pornhub. And then like that was the joke forever. <laughs> so, you know, if your girlfriend catches you, you can just say you're watching Glock reviews. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, I, I don't know what they'd find better. Like, if you were actually using it to watch porn, or if you were on Pornhub to look at guns, like, what would be viewed? (laughs) Well, you can't look at your Glock reviews on Tumblr anymore. They banned nudity. But apparently, like, it's their filters catching everything. But definitely, I think um, some stuff never took off. Like, I I don't think Periscope, I think that kind of died. Does anyone use Periscope anymore? I've never even heard of it. It's like a live streaming type of thing, and a lot of people were using it for Airsoft to have like live things, but then Instagram came out with live things. Yeah, there was that other app last year as well, weren't there, that everyone was really making waves about and signing up for, and then it turned out it was owned by some shady businessman in the Middle East, and everyone sort of stopped using it. What? Which one was that? I can't remember what the app was called. Ugh. Was it for live streaming? No, um, it was like a, it was sort of like a little social network thing that no one had used, and then everyone started signing up for it. And then oh, it died was it Vero? Death again. That's the one, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah, it never took off. That's the thing too, is I think like what you said, your friend, like having a social media site for airsoft yeah. would be a really great idea. But one, I think it would take a lot of money to do to do all those servers to make it your own platform, and then yeah. two, you got to get people to use it. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Uh, I'll send you a link now, actually, and then you can have a look at it after we finish talking. Um, he's actually doing some really good work with it at the moment, and um, it's, it's it's coming on in leaps and bounds. He's actually taken a year out of work, which he said on the show before, to actually work on this and develop it. So, uh, it, Is it just it, for the UK? 
at the moment, uh, possibly expanding internationally later, he was saying, or looking to expand internationally in the future. My dad, who is also an airsofter, people call him Marvin the Master Tech because he works on yeah. guns, but he always said if you wanted to be successful in airsoft and really put effort into it, you have to quit your day job. Yeah, I mean, um, it is a struggle, like, doing media stuff like this, trying to fit it in around your work life can be tough. Like, the reason I'm recording with you on a specific week is because my shift pattern allows me to record on that specific week. (laughs) Because I'm at home now, whereas if I was on a late shift, I would be at work until midnight, and then like recording with people around the UK and abroad they're either asleep or they're at work when I'm waking up to go to work yeah this so, shift stuff. I know a couple popular softwares that have quit their day jobs to do this full-time and you know you don't always see results so that's a risk and like I, yeah. I don't couldn't risk it though I I'm a I'm a pretty much a rich girl in a poor girl's body so <laughs> yeah I've I'm one of those more money than sense kind of guys occasionally when it comes to airsoft. Um, <laughs> the one thing I always promote is how to find a great deal. That is like my favorite thing. I always find really great deals. Um, Army Navy stores are really great for everyone yeah. out there. Yeah, I mean, if if you want to get that, um, if you're looking for specific uh, combats, like in the UK, you can get DPM, the old camouflage was floating around for years and years there's probably still shitloads of stock of it from where it was used and then just got binned because we used to when I, when I was with the cadet forces years ago we used to our local base was where they did all the basic training for the Royal Air Force and once the kit had been issued to someone if they then left or washed out it couldn't get put back into the stores it got binned but then if we went to the base we went down to stores They'd um, they'd literally just say, oh, if you want any kit, there's a load around the back, and you used to just go and empty bins out with all this kit that was getting thrown away. And um, like yeah, surplus stores will have it, and you can find the loadouts for next to nothing at the end of the day. You know, it's not I've overly expensive. That. People have told me that the stuff where they can't do anything with it, so it gets in the surplus stores. It's the best. I I mean, my kit itself, a lot of my gear is secondhand. Um, or I think everything's secondhand. I think the only thing I have new is Tipman gave me some stuff to try out, and that's new. But it's like, you know, combat shirts, BDU pants. Talking about kits, we kind of touched on this before, but how do you feel about the speed softer versus Milsim divide? I don't see the point in having a divide. You know, at the end of the day, the Milsim is one of the Milsim, the speed softer is one of the speed soft. It's all part of the same big picture. And you do both, right? And uh, I I don't really do the speed soft. I'm not built for speed. I'm built for comfort. <laughs> I'm built for comfort too sometimes. <laughs> but um, like, I've not really done sort of one of the big long mill sims over here either. I've only really done battle sims, which are like your sort of eight hour games. We call a battle sim. Your eight hour day long games that are continuous. I didn't know they had a name for it. That's pretty much what we do in the states. Battle yeah. sims. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's what it's referred to as over here because a milsim is your sort of twenty four hours hard routine out in the field. Sounds Don't like go back to the game. safe zone. Um, yeah, it's it's like being out in in the actual like for some people it's as close as it will get to getting in the military for them. At the end of the day, I don't. I, I'm trying to be careful with what I say here, so I don't upset the wrong people. If that makes <laughs> don't sense. Don't trigger anybody. We live in that yeah. world now. Yeah. <laughs> but. but 
um, yeah, at the end of the day, if we can't work as a community, then like, what's the what's the point? You know, at the end of the day, we should be supporting all forms of airsoft and encouraging those players to try different things as well. You know, I'd I'd love to see Milsimers who went. Do you know what? Let's give this speedsoft thing a go. They might really enjoy it, and the other way round. Hundred percent agree. Sorry, I've 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 sort of finished there. <laughs> okay, then they have more. I have like a patch that said mill speed, and I always hashtag it a lot of times because it's for a while there there was a huge divide, and I know like a lot of things came out like it's a play style, not a fashion statement. You can play fast and not wear a die. Like you can. Yeah. The biggest pet peeve that I have is when people use speedsoft as a synonym for cheating. Overshooting is against the rules. You can't do it at an airsoft field. If you do, you're cheating, and you shouldn't be playing. Um, so that's what I think. And, I mean, covering a corner by lighting it up is still a tactic. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to go around that corner if you're just laying fire on it. But half the time, there's more than one way out of a situation or whatever. Um, but I also believe in CQB you should have, like, lower FPS guns. Like, I, in, in where I live, it's a 400 FPS limit. Um, and my gun normally shoots 350, which is cool with me. And I, I don't think that hurts. I don't know. Does it Does it hurt? Is that 350 too hard? <laughs> um, I mean, I've not played in the 400 thing. You get the odd shot where you think it's above 350. I feel like I can feel the FPS getting yeah, hit. Yeah, like, is, there's, there's those odd shots that you get where you, you know all the guns have been chronoed at the start of the day over here, generally speaking. Yeah, they're supposed to and, um, Yeah, and uh, I mean, some sites will do, like, random chrono tests it. In fact, there was one site I played years ago. Um, I need to go back there soon. Excuse me. Um, it was down in the sort of next county over, and they basically said to us, "Right, okay, at the start of the day, the chrono's there. Go chrono yourself." Oh dang! But player on our system. <laughs> but we will be chronoing people throughout the day to make sure that your guns are complying. And sure as hell they did they went and chronoed people well, there was a few of us hit out and the guy came up one of the marshals come up to us and said well while you all stood here waiting for the next part of the game to start I'm chronoing all of your guns and Listen. it worked I mean airsoft is an honor sport let's hope the people yeah. who play it are honorable that's the big thing about like I was an airsoft ref for a while I was a head airsoft referee at an airsoft field yeah. at one point and like referees can make or break the game they really can like, make sure everyone's following the rules, like, chrono check people, like, if you have a complaint, address it, don't brush it off, and every field that I've been to has their, like, regulars, and I always see referees pick favorites with the regulars, yeah. and it's like, I hate that. There has been a lot of fields that I haven't seen that at, and that's like, good job, guys. Yeah. I mean, you can have your friends and stuff, just make sure everybody is following the rules and address every complaint and stuff like that. Also, can you... I can kind of do a magic trick. I can, like, feel the different weights of BBs. Like, the point twos and the point fives. I can feel the difference. Can you? <laughs> no. <laughs> I've never sort of sat there and gone, does this feel heavier than that for BB? And I don't know I'm how I found it out, but I can totally feel it. I remember I'll show my friends, and I'm like, if you're a real airsofter, you can tell the difference. So I keep, I made them. And you can if you really concentrate. That's what you mm. got to do whenever you wake up to go to, whenever you're not doing anything, go on a milsome vet, weigh your BBs with your hands. Yeah. You say that though, it's like a, in, in my day job working in engineering, um, we have to check surface finish of components a lot of the time, so how rough it is to make sure that it's not going to foul when it runs. Like, 
in your airsoft guns when you've got the o-rings and stuff you need a relatively smooth finish so it's the o-ring do- o-ring doesn't leak and that so we'll check things like that and we've got one guy you can literally hand him a component and say to him what's the surface finish of that and you'll go and check it on the machine that we've got to test it and he'll be <laughs> fucking down da- near, near as damn it on the money with it it's unreal like he has it in his skills. soul but yeah you have but, babies in your soul you can test the lights yeah, with your hands yeah <laughs> bb's for blood <laughs> bb's for blood but also thing too i don't know a lot of people know but if you get hit with a bb and it doesn't break skin but you have a bruise there like the little you know purple spot yeah. that means you got hit with a higher gram bb and a lot of newer people don't do that but like some fields have a, a cap like you can't go over like two sixes or not yeah. two sixes some of them allow three some of them allow three twos but like some of them are like two sixes there two eight is like the max for pistols yeah. sometimes yeah i mean I've, I've been to sites before where they've said we have a two five limit on cqb because it's so up close and personal and as far as they're concerned some sites they'll say if you're going out with anything above a two five this close you're deliberately going to hurt people but um, there was one thing I wanted to go back to just quickly with when you mentioned the refs, you mentioned about like picking favourites and stuff. The other thing that I find, I mean, we call them marshals over here, you call them refs in the States, same thing. Uh, one thing that is just to stop the confusion between people, I'm sure there isn't any, but you never know. Um, one thing I've found as well, I was at a game a little while back at a site that's unfortunately now shut because I had some really good days there. Um, but they had player marshals in play. Now oh, this player, I hate that when we that. didn't know they were player marshals at the time. Um, but you know, I was playing within the rules. I was out playing this geezer, so he started basically saying that I was breaking the rules with the height that we flew through the blank firing grenades, even though it was quite obvious. And the marshal was stood there watching me use it and didn't say anything. And then said, I had a complaint that you threw your BFG too high. I said, you stood there and watched me. Yeah, but one of the player marshals has said it. I've got to stick with him. Uh, uh, a couple, I know, I don't want to like call out specifically this, uh, uh, people that do this, but they have yeah. player marshals or player referees too. And a lot of times is when you're playing the game, you have a different point of view that's going to be way different than if you're a third party, like not playing. And yeah. I've seen some calls either made in their favor because they're playing and they, you know, they don't like this corner of the call you out for cheating or from their point of view, it looked like the, the, the person they were shooting at was getting hit, but we've all had it. We're shooting at people and it's falling right in front of them, like three feet, yeah. but you can't see it from where you're at. And I, I hate that. I think it's a bad idea. I mean, I guess, and a lot of, I think they should be marked too, but yeah. some of them are, some of them aren't, but like, oh, that's a pet peeve too. Bring it on my pet peeves. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, it's like you say, I was, at, I was at a game just a couple of weeks ago, and um, this guy completely missed me. Every BB went flying past my right-hand side. He's then stood there and gone, there's no way I never got you, because I've put three into his chest. And I literally just stood there, and all I could do was point at the marshal, because I don't want to sort of start a confrontation there, because... Yeah. He thinks he's done something. There's a marshal stood next to me who said, "No, you're fine. He missed you. I saw it." And but they get so wound up, some of them. That I mean, I'm, I'm I've been guilty of it in the past as well, getting wound up at a game. I'm sure we all have. You get pissed off at a game and you like, 
Yeah. No one's taking their hits all day. Gamer rage quit. I try not to do that, but I did the whole thing. I stomped my foot like girls do in like TV where they cross their arms and stomp their foot. I walked out. That was a long time ago. I was younger and more angrier. (laughs) Yeah. What what I've what I've found is the best thing to do, and I do it a lot more now than I did when I first started out. Um, is I I now just go and sit out for a game. If someone comes up to me and goes, "You're going out?" I say, "No, I'm taking a minute. I just want to have a chill out because I think there's an issue. I don't want it to ruin my day. I'm going to sit here and then like talking to them that way is as well talking to the marshals that way. And then it's a it's a better way of going into the conversation than literally going up. That guy's fucking cheating. I'm so pissed off right now. Why aren't you kicking him off your site? And they it puts their backs up. And they're instantly just sort of like, right, I'm going to argue the fucking toss back to you now because you're you're starting an argument with me. You're confronting me. I'm going to fight back. And it's not productive way to deal with things. I 100% agree that people should take time to calm down first because especially when you're angry, especially, I don't know, airsoft, testosterone guys. I mean, I don't know, girls can be pretty aggressive too. I feel like they're meaner. But, um... Take your break, check your friends, make sure they don't get into stuff. I mean, a lot of times, like, you know, if it's your buddy, you can get away with, like, yeah. dude, to calm down versus, like, some random person being, like, dude, yeah. calm down. Yeah, and, and, and sometimes it's just down to dehydrational blood sugar levels as well. Like, not looking after yourself at a game can really affect your game day. <laughs> Airsofters are the most unhealthiest people on weekends. <laughs> In terms of, like, drinking water. And, like I told you before, the Airsoft Milsimp diet is McDonald's pizza. Yeah. See, over here, it'll be a... Over here, because you're out in the field all night, it'll be ration packs, generally speaking, or something like that, like military rations, if you can get Those taste good. I've tasted one. It tastes so bad. Right, okay. When I first came across them... Ooh, God. 16 years ago? (laughs) They were horrendous, but like the ones we get over here, over the years got better and better and better. And it was actually at a point a few years ago where sort of my, everyone had gone on holiday. I was in the house on my own. I had a few of these left over, so rather than making anything too dirty, I was literally just boiling water up with those and eating them for a week. Probably not the healthiest thing I've ever done, <laughs> but the food was nice. Um, like well, they, they even do, the job, they even. Yeah, they even do uh, vegan ones. They do halal ones. Like, oh, interesting. They do kosher, all sorts. Like, all, all the sort of religions are accounted for. Um, which, is, which is good as well, because then, like, no one's upset. Because it's such a multicultural army Everybody these days. Everybody can eat their rations. Yummy. <laughs> yeah. Even for vegans. I'll tell you what, when... When, when you come over to the UK, we, we, we've got a link up for a game and we'll swap rations and see which one's alright. Like which <laughs> one we prefer. You, you, br- you bring some US rations and I'll bring some British ones and then we'll, we'll swap and then we can compare. We'll see. I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they're all gross, but I don't know. British sounds fancy. I, th- I think it's a bit of a misconception because what you've got to remember is at the end of the day these things are made with long life but to give you all the energy the calories and everything you need to function out in whatever environment I mean Christ you get arctic rations I think someone said they were about 8,000 calories in a box but yeah yeah, I mean it's, it's designed to keep you functioning at the end of the day but you want it to taste nice as well 
um, which that is the thing. True. I function on coffee. Even Welcome at airsoft Gordon games. Ramsay on airsoft. <laughs> oh my god, we should do an episode like that. That would be so funny. You'd make a good Gordon Ramsay. Show me how to make those MREs. Fancy water. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's your water. You boil the water. <laughs> this, MR, this MRE's so undercooked. <laughs> but yeah, it, it, you've got to think about all these sorts of things when you're looking at your days. <laughs> the dog or me? I don't know. Quiet doggy. Yeah, this, this is this is the new this is the new game for the night. P90 girl or her dog? <laughs> Who's making the noise? Nobody knows. <laughs> Alright, so I got a game for you. So I'm going to rapid fire questions, Andy, and if you hesitate or take too long to answer, then you have to talk about an unpopular opinion in Airsoft that you have. Something controversial. Oh, God. How many of these questions are there? I don't know, but if I can't think of one or I hesitate to ask a question, then I have to be the one to talk about an unpopular opinion. Right, okay. Let's Something see controversial. How this... I'll try to use Sam's though. <laughs> we both have reputations to upkeep. Can't talk about, like, I don't know, my secret hatred for something everybody loves. All right, are you ready? As ready as I'll ever be. Okay, and uh, they're pretty much going to be, like, one or the other questions. All right, full auto or semi? Semi-auto. Surrender rule or no surrender rule? Surrender rule. HP or AG? AG. Paint jobs or no paint jobs on guns? No paint jobs. Flip-up sites or actual EOTechs? EOTechs. Speedsoft or Milsim? Both. Water or Gatorade? Water. A night or day for airsoft games? Daytime. Man, I thought it could go a lot longer. I was trying to think airsoft stuff, and I did. I but, already have I mean, data. I mean, with with some of those um, questions about like the night or day one for airsoft games, it depends on what you're doing. Um, I've had some cracking night games. Um, there's actually a video footage on my Instagram where I let off a uh, TLS FX mortar round in the night time. I was seeing green dots for about a half an hour after that in my eyes. It was so bright. <laughs> What's a is that a company cracking airsoft game? Yeah, so yeah, TLS FX are one of the pyro companies in the UK. Uh, so like you've got Enola Gay, you've got TLS FX, and then like Tag, and that. Um, and they they came out a few years ago with uh, single bang mortars and smoke mortar rounds. And these are like double charges, so the first one will launch it out of a tube, and then it will go bang in the distance after a certain time. And um, they, they're great fun. Sorry, I don't want to talk uh, about a controversial topic. <laughs> you, Here, you rapid fire, of... rapid fire questions for me, and I'll see if I can, if you can go longer. Than I can't I think of any questions. You can't lose already. It was hard for me to think of questions that fast. Right. Okay. Shall we? Shall we do this? Yeah. See how many you can think of. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna end up stealing most of yours to begin with. You can't do that. Don't. Go. <laughs> you have to think of original ones, or it doesn't count. Okay, ready? Mhm. Jason or random guy Kev? Random guy Kev, of course. Uh, fuck, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I had loads of ideas, and then like the pressure of it just got to me. Yeah, I had loads of ideas too. I was gonna ask about BB weights and like different yeah. guns. Uh, I stuck I, up this I, game. It's, it's, it's nuts. I, like, I, I got that Jason Random guy Kev question out, and then I was like, wait, shit, what was my next one? <laughs> and then <laughs> I was like, nah, I'm just going to give up now because like, I'm just going to embarrass myself anyway. So, um, oh. Right, unpopular opinions. You lost first, so your unpopular opinion. Um, or controversial or something. I have a lot of them. 
I try to like keep stuff offline because like, you know, I can, I, I'm the queen of shade. Like I can spit a lot of shade about, there's always something I have a problem with because I'm so judgmental sometimes. Oh, in a good way or in a not good way. I don't know. Um, so I guess the unpopular opinion that I have, kind of something that's not too bad. Um, I think that might be like everyone feels that way though about, I don't know, I was going to say something about Valken, my old sponsor, but I feel like a lot of people have controversial issues on them. Yeah, I mean, you know this, talking about? The, the thing we've got in the UK is Falcon isn't that well known a brand, really. Like, there's a few people that do it, and I know Peter Platoon Stores is very big on the Falcon stuff. Um, great shop, by the way, Pete. Uh, I need to come down and visit him again, actually, because I ordered some camo, and it's I'm still waiting for it to come over from the States. And he was like, I've got some here, and he's about an hour down the road, and I'm still waiting for 511 to send it over. <laughs> Your favorite, 511. But yeah, so Falcon, there was a big thing last year with them, and a lot of their products are off-brand, so they're cheaper, and that can have a negative impact on local businesses. They can't sell that cheap for the most part, um, or businesses like the, the companies that they rip off are sometimes like, uh, I know a popular one was the Thunderbees. Uh, yeah. Falcon made a cheaper one, put them out of business. That's bad. So people got mad about it, and like... I mean, I know that I used to I used to be sponsored by them, and I actually quit my sponsorship because of differing opinions, and then they're not willing to work with my opinions of things, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people are mad at Falcons, so that's not a good one. Okay, I have one that's bad, or that people don't feel the same way about. It's unpopular. I don't yeah. think girls should wear yoga pants when they airsoft. I, actually, I don't ah. think anyone should wear yoga pants when they airsoft, actually. Oh, damn, that's my next loadout room. <laughs> <laughs> One, because you probably haven't experienced this, Andy, or maybe you have, but if you get shot with an airsoft gun and you're wearing yoga pants, I feel like since it's tighter, it hurts a lot more. And, like, a lot of girls who, like, you know, their boyfriends take them airsofting, they're like, wear something comfortable, like sweatpants. And yoga pants are literally, like, the girl version sweatpants. as Because, mm. like, they're just super comfortable. I'm not sure if you know that either. But they're the most comfortable pants, or lack thereof, yeah, you're aware. But, um... They hurt a lot in airsoft, and it's like if it's your first time airsofting, and like your first shot that you get shot in like the leg or something, where it always leaves bruises, like it hurts, and it's like they're never gonna play again. You you ruin up you ruin their entire airsoft experience. Um, that and like I do feel like people check them out. Yoga pants accentuate some features of women. Mm. <laughs> Just yeah. saying, and I know like guys are like, yeah, we're yoga pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of something an unpopular opinion I mean the fact that the 40 mic was banned way too quickly some people may not agree with I know loads of people that were like but what if you get shot and like the gas takes their thing off and you've got no off switch and that and I'm like just don't be a dick with it <laughs> pretty much it's like the main number one rule in airsoft besides safety rules is just don't be a dick yeah exactly that's why I say it at the end of every podcast nowadays because you need to look after each other at the end of the day. Um, what can I say? Uh, I mean, I mean, one thing that I know some people won't agree with is you don't need to spend a lot of money on your loadout. <laughs> like, I'm not joking though. Some people like proper brand horse. I, I can't really say much because most of my kit's five eleven for clothing, but like rigs and stuff, I buy cheap. Me too. Use. Like I'm, I'm doing 
I'm building this rig up for my MP7. It's all done on the cheap, really. You know, I've been sorting out some pouches thanks to Chris at S of Milsim News Blog for sorting those pouches out for me for the mags. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't get why people spend so much money on their kit. I don't know if people have that much money to spend. Yeah, like four hundred pounds on a pair of trousers or a okay. shirt. Like five five eleven. I didn't realise how much their multicam went for. You're looking cry precision prices for that. Pretty much. What's the? Yes. So I feel like the cap on like, I think two hundred dollars for like pants and a top. Yeah. If really good quality, if they like, cause I don't know, I've had cry and everyone's like it's expensive because it works and it's rough. But like I ripped it before, but I slide a lot. I don't wear knee yeah. pads, which I should. Yeah, I don't. I've, I've never. Do you know what? I've actually only ever owned one pair of trousers that had knee pads in, and that's just because they had them in. Like the inserts. They, yeah, they, they were fitted, and it was really weird because like they had um, like straps in the pockets that you could use to adjust them. And I kept getting things caught on the straps and the <laughs> knee pads would be disappeared. I'm like, what, what? what's going on? Like, I get my keys out of my pocket. Oh, there goes a knee pad halfway up to my head. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, what's your favourite um, camo pattern? Do you know what? One that I've really fallen in love with recently, and I'm going to say it on here now because I should have the kit by the time this episode airs, is the Go 7 from 511. Of course, it's five eleven. But no, that have you seen the Go Seven? I'm looking I've it up the, now. I'm Googling I've ordered it. the nighttime one, the black one. But some people went, "Oh, that's horrendous." But I actually kind of liked it. It's something different. It's something unique. It's a. Uh, I don't. I don't know how to describe it. But um. I'm trying to look yeah. it up. You you seriously looking for it on Google? Oh, it's like the black, like kind of almost looks like the Typhon. Yeah, so it's 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 literally just basically all those patterns, but in black. But I I, I kind of like that. I've bought that just for something different. I don't know whether I'm going to get a rig with it as well because the rigs look pretty cool. Um, but it's yeah, it's almost like, like multicam black. Hello, yeah, it? it it's sort of like multicam, but it's not. Just because it looks like a, if I'm trying to think of the words for it, it's sort of like multicam tie dye. If you think back to those fucking eighties and nineties kids when you had yeah. to do that, <laughs> it's sort of like that. That's what it reminds me of. I like multicam arid, sexiest camo pattern, and then I like flecktarn too, the German one. Yeah, yeah, I know the one you mean. Uh, top top sexiest camos is multicam arid. Top five is Multicam Arid, Flexarm, um, the normal Multicam because it's just, it's like awesome. Um, everybody loves Multicam for the most part. Mm. Then, um, uh, what's that? It's Belgium. It looks like leaves. I kind of like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think I know the one you mean. It kind of looks cool. And then um, Cryptech is awesome. And those yeah. are my top five. Um couple of, uh, obviously, you've got... I've not owned multicam before, by the way. I just wow, not, not you're my the only person. Multicam. I've got black multicam, but that's not really multicam. Um, you one, know Woodland? My, that's like the starter camo for everybody. Well, yeah, I've got the um, 
British Army's CS95 combat, uh, like is what it was called, it was the uh, DPM that we had. Uh, I've had that since I was about 17, and it still fits. I don't know how, I must have had a really big kit when I was younger, because I've put on a lot of weight since I was that age. Uh, but one one I'm looking at getting this year is the Digiflora, the Russian stuff. Oh, uh, that's cool. I saw that too. Yeah, it's... Uh, a few lads I know have been running it for the last year, but I'm actually looking for that um, for a couple of events over here as well. Because I've got the AK, I've got the Makarov, I want to get the camouflage to go with it. That's um, cool. But yeah, I mean, like... I'm not really built for ghillie suits. I'm not sneaky enough. I'm a big guy. I can't sneak <laughs> through bushes and stuff, so I'm not going to be doing any of that anytime soon. Uh, what's your least favourite camo? Woodland. I think it's hideous. <laughs> I have really? much of it. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's really basic. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> basic bitches where woodland is what P90 girls saying. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you said, for a starter camo as well, it seems to be everyone's go-to starter camo, but, like, it's so good for different environments uh, when you think about it. Um, although one thing I found, actually, was the British Army, the MTP, when that came out, we were away. It had only just come in. We were away on a week-long camp with the cadet forces. Uh, I was running a range for the week, and... There were a couple of guys coming along. One was in the old combats, the old Combat Soldier 95 stuff, the green DPM stuff, a bit like your woodland. And um, he, he was walking along in that, and we could see him coming, and it was sort of the autumn time of year. And the guy was wearing a new MTP, and we couldn't see him. Like, someone went, there's two guys there. We were like, no, and then all of a sudden we could literally just see this head, and then you could just start making out the shape. So it actually worked really effectively, and a lot of people were hating on it that I knew at the time personally. But, yeah, I mean, I try and adapt stuff now for different environments. Like, if I'm outside, I tend to wear solid colours as well, unless I'm wearing the checky shirts, like the lumberjack shirts or whatever. Yeah, that seems to be a big thing. Yeah, that really took off. Uh, People have new sort of... combat shirts that look like plaid. Yeah, well, that, that, that's all Soup's fault. It is. This yeah. started it. Hashtag right. lumbersexual. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to name things, and you tell me if it's a fact or not a fact. So if it's not real, then it's not a fact. If they do actually have it in the Airsoft community, then it's a fact. All right, you ready? All right, let's see how I do on this. All right, pink BBs. That's a thing. It is a thing. You're right, it's a fact. Um, uh, 0.6 BBs, grams. I kind of want to say it's not true, but then I, I just know there's going to be someone somewhere that's actually created this. A point so I kind of want to say that's true. It's true, but they're for BB guns, like not airsoft guns. Yeah. So you know, all right. Um, Bluetooth Polar Stars. I feel like this is going to be the, a prototype and it's not actually out yet. I just made it up. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> the to be air... fair, though, like, but no, you think about it with MOSFETs and stuff, and the fact you can control these by Bluetooth now. Oh, I, when I said Bluetooth Polar Stars, I meant the air goes in the Polar Star by Bluetooth. But the, I think they actually do have the Bluetooth uh, 
at least the triggers and stuff. You know. Oh, so basically, you, you tried to trick me there, and yeah, <laughs> I, I just actually went like full on factual with what could actually be a possibility. <laughs> Trying to make stuff up as I go. I never would have thought you meant like Bluetooth the air into the gun. Like, I, don't know. I got Bluetooth headphones right now, so it's our like <laughs> inspiration. Yeah. Um. Hit me. All right. What about? Uh, what do they call it when sunglasses change to sunglasses like they're normal glasses and they change they tint? Oh, the sun hits yeah. Them? The um, polarizing lenses or something, isn't it? Yeah, polarized lens goggles. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think it's a thing either. <laughs> <laughs> um. You can you can tell you're just making stuff up now, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like make it sound factual and like professional. Alright, um Tack vest for dogs. That was No, easy. that is a thing. That yeah, is that one was a thing. easy. That's 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 new pro. Yeah, that was pretty easy. I have one for my dog. Not the new pro one, I'll off brand one. Yeah. What about okay. airsoft like Milsim Airsoft Awards? No, like I don't at think an event is. they give awards. I've not seen that. You never seen that? Like the best team or best squad? No, but then again, I'm sort of now thinking your Milsims are very different to what ours are. That is true. We get awards because, I don't know, because we're America. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> needs an award. Is it is it that is is this how airsoft's gonna go? Everyone gets an award for participating. Just yeah, like they school. get a little ribbon. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But, um, um, there was something else. I was I was just thinking of something to discuss, and it sort of escaped my mind. Can't think of it. I'm when you get in the gas blowback P ninety. I actually have one. Um, Do you? It's just it doesn't work like most gas guns. Like the cold, the O rings freeze, and it's just oh, like right. it keeps happening. And it's cold here right now, so. I don't use it as it's much. It's not because you're not putting gas in the mags, is it? What do you mean? You gotta gas the mags up when you finish using them. No. It's just because, like, so the P90 has a reservoir at the top, and like, yeah. it's really hard to like, if you put the mag in, it has to go right in there. Like, all the gas comes out, and I know it's freezing all the right. O-rings. Okay, because I was just thinking, like, it's not because you've not gassed the mags up at the end of the game day. You're supposed <laughs> to do that. Have you not done that? No. Why do people do that? People do that because uh, I've, I've, I found this out the hard way because I, I wondered where my seals were going and someone said, you've got to guess your mags up at the end of the game day. I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, because it keeps the pressure on and it keeps the O-rings sealed. But I thought that like weakened everything. No, there, there's all some science about it and I'll have to get a tech on to actually explain it, but there is a reason why you're meant to guess your mags up at the end of the day and the guess blowbacks. I only have three gas blowbacks, once the P90 and two are pistols, and I just haven't used them in a while. Have yeah. you ever um, traveled with your airsoft guns, like on a plane? Can you no, I haven't. Um, just simply because I've not been out of the UK for a game, and like generally speaking, I've driven to events. That is the best part. I made this whole blog post about how to travel with airsoft guns, because there's three ways you can do it. Two of them yeah. are on a plane. The first one, I know in the States, you have to, you can't really do international like that. Yeah. You really should just drive if you can. Like, I know from Canada to the States, people do that. Um, or mail them. So the first way is mail them. It's easier, mm. and it's 
more legal that way. Mail it to somebody, mail it to the field where you're going to, or a P.O. box or something. Second way, you can technically airsoft guns are not real guns, so they're toys. So you can put them in your suitcase and just check mm-hmm. it in with normal bags. But it looks real, and half the time they take it anyways. And then they ask you about it, and you're like, oh, it's a toy. And then they give it back, but that's more of a hassle. Or you check it in as a real firearm. Um, what you're allowed to do is just legal to do here. And um, it just has to be in a hard case and has to have locks. And you have to check it in when you check your bag in. Yeah, you've got to have the TSA compliant locks, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Which are uh, pretty much just any locks that you can't get broken into. Which you probably should get those type of locks anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I know it can be done from the UK to America. I wonder how Superfly did it. I think so. I don't know if Superfly borrowed Kit when he was over here. Um, I, I know I know people are starting starting to go that way a bit more now because it's easier just to borrow the equipment when you're out there. Um, because you've got to go, you've got to look at what airlines you're allowed to travel with and stuff like that, and um, you've got to figure all the logistics out behind it. And like yeah, like you said, it could be a hassle. You know, you check your rigging in. And just fly to the states with your rig, and then you can just if you can borrow guns out there, then happy days if you know people. <laughs> happy um, days. <laughs> have you never heard that phrase before? I suppose this is another one of those um, cultural things. Yeah. In fact, do you know what? You've just given me an idea for a game to play just to finish off the episode, uh, because this this was a thing that um, Soup found. Hilarious. Uh, I'm just trying to find something. The Cockney rhyming slang. Uh, I'll, I'll have to do this with you another time, but we'll do Cockney that. Um, well, since we're finishing up, what's something yeah. we should probably just say? What like stuff for the audience to take away from this? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, we've we've sort of had a couple of random little conversations with random questions, but generally speaking, you know, I think some of the points that we touched on like Speedsoft versus Milsim and all those sorts of things at the end of the day we're a community we need to work as a community support each other support retailers and manufacturers as well because without you supporting them they're not going to make stuff Mm -hmm. Um, it's also sort of working within your means as well at the end of the day you know People want all the nice kit, yeah. I've turned into a 5.11 whore, as we've discovered over multiple episodes <laughs> of this show. But for me, I find it more comfortable, and I, I'm in a position where I can spend that little bit more on nicer kit for myself. But there's nothing wrong with sort of the cheaper brands like New Pro, like Viper, Tactical, like Valken, etc., etc. You know, the, these cheaper brands are here to fill a space on the market at the end of the day and they're getting a lot of support as well so at the end of the day if we keep supporting these people they'll keep doing stuff for us and keep coming up with new ideas and innovative ideas I mean New Pro have just released SMG cases I'm going to pick up one at the weekend because <laughs> New Pro hold cases are really good do you guys have New Pro in the States is it a big deal or is it not that big a brand over there it's not that big of a brand over here <laughs> surprising from what I, I know that, of like, yeah, their hard cases are really good. I've seen them, like, I just... We'll have to ship you one out. <laughs> Definitely, for sure. So, I guess, I think that's a really good point. We're all part of the community, so everybody should do their part. And that means checking yourself, checking your friends, hashtag don't be a dick. Um, hmm. Buying local is good, too. 
it's a hobby, so yeah. keep it going. Go to your local airsoft fields. Um, sponsored players and companies are there to bring you information. Uh, even yeah. like this show, bring you information, um, stuff like that. So just because they're a sponsored player, they're a popular airsoft, doesn't mean they're a sellout. A lot of people just want to bring you the information to build the community, keep airsoft, like, I don't progressive, I guess, make a difference, be an influencer, influence people, like that kind of thing. So um, be nice to your sponsored players. That may be a biased comment because I'm a sponsored player and I want people to be it's, nice to me. <laughs> it's not even that. It's people who've given like yourself the opportunity to represent their brand and promote their brand like because you've got a following as such as well it means they can get their name out there and promote their kit through yourself and I think there might be an element of jealousy to that as well from a lot of people thinking well why have they got this opportunity when I haven't and that too I actually see that a lot like with girls because girls that play airsoft are normally very competitive and very alpha female so I have noticed that because um, I do play airsoft with a lot of girls and if they're and I've met other girls that play airsoft and I've also overheard girls saying stuff about me that wasn't super nice so um, definitely I think it's a jealousy thing between um, I think girls are especially prone to that but everybody is that and then you know also always promote your safety in airsoft yeah definitely like don't dry if... fire in people's faces that happened, did you hear about a kid over here that lost their eye at a yeah, site? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, kid lost his eye at a site because his mate shot him in the face with a 500 FPS sniper rifle. Thinking it was clear. This is another thing that I've discussed as well, gun safety. People don't have it, but that's a point for another day. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Those are all the things that I like. I think would help grow the community. Be safe, don't be a dick, and yeah. buy lots of stuff. Or play your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't. <laughs> but if, even if you pop into a retailer for a chat, if you walk away with something that you've brought in there as well, you've supported that retailer by purchasing from them as well. Mm-hmm. It may not be a lot, but yes, it's, it's something. And then, like, if you get the good customer service from them when you're buying something in there as well, and they've taken the time to talk to you and have a laugh with you and that, then you're going to go back and buy more from them. And, like, there's about five or six different places I'll buy stuff from at the moment, generally speaking. Like, it may only be little bits here and there that I just need on a game day, but I'm still going and buying stuff from them because I've had a good experience with them. I'm yeah. probably going to get told off by the guys at Combat UK now, but... <laughs> <laughs> if they're, they're, they're not up north when I need stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, this is this is the other thing as well. So I've, I've known guys that have driven, like, 16 hours to go to games and it's like in 16 hours you've run out of UK to drive <laughs> it's like I don't get it but yeah so anyway thanks again for coming on for a second week it's been awesome chatting to you thank um, you for having me yeah thank, thanks for your time uh, and I will speak to you again at some point and hopefully see you at a game next year sometime I hope so it'd be fun to travel over yeah. there yeah, definitely. Like, I'm, I'm hoping to get to the States for a game. You're always welcome over here. Uh, we can sort games out for you to come and play at. There's loads of sites around, especially if you like CQB. I can think of some really good places <laughs> on the top of my head now. And if you come over here, let me know. I will do for sure. Um, I think it's quite easy to get to as well, but yeah. Uh, 
anyway guys that's it from me for this week uh, thank you for listening Adios. yeah thanks for listening guys uh, take care of each other take your hits enjoy your game look after each other don't be a bit dick don't be a dick <laughs> don't be a dick we've been saying it all night and I fuck it up at the last minute <laughs> don't be a dick and I'll see you guys next time on the chairs after show bye for now <laughs>